Adobe presents 2023 Digital Trends, Financial Services in Focus. In this audio story, we'll be exploring results from the 2023 Digital Trends, Financial Services in Focus report, Adobe's annual survey produced in collaboration with eConsultancy. Let's start with a foreword from Christopher Young. Senior Director of Industry Strategy for Financial Services at Adobe. Now in its 13th year, our Digital Trends Report continues to be a constant in the customer experience landscape. And as today's digital economy evolves, when driving growth for financial services institutions, or FSIs, worldwide, this much is clear. Cutting-edge technologies are empowering individuals, transforming businesses, and connecting people more than ever. Above all, dynamic customer expectations continue to dominate the conversation. We've charted a course through this shifting digital economy to help businesses uncover opportunity by delivering experiences that connect on a personal level. Against a backdrop of geopolitical and economic uncertainty, our study has found that companies continue to make tough choices. They're reevaluating what matters most, making strategic investments to set up for future success while striving to deliver experiences that dazzle their customers. As we look to the future, one thing is apparent. As customers continue to raise the bar for great experiences, it will be critical for FSIs to respond with creativity. They will need to be creative thinkers and problem solvers. They'll need to find ways to quickly solve both the problems of their businesses and their customers. And above all, they'll need to imagine creative ways to inspire their teams, boost efficiency, and improve the work stream by aligning their people, processes, and technology. In short, the word of the year is creativity. As Adobe CEO Shantanu Narayan recently declared, everyone is creative and has the right to share their story. And you can help make that a reality. But rather than jumping to quick fixes or short-term strategies, Think of this as a chance to stop for a moment, take stock of your situation, get creative, and chart the course ahead for long-term growth in the digital economy. Indeed, this year's report identifies the three pillars at the heart of FSI's progress in 2023. The first is innovation, which adds more value to customers and the bottom line. Next is employee experience, or EX, which builds a stimulating work environment. Finally, process creates a future-proof, agile FSI. By evaluating the state of your business this way, you'll begin to identify current challenges. In turn, this will help you understand whether increased automation and improved workflow solutions might help overcome friction in the delivery process and meet customer expectations across channels. Part 1. From Transactions to Relationships Customers' attitudes toward their financial services providers have changed dramatically since the turn of the millennium, and the process is not yet complete. Historically, financial service institutions were viewed as performing one or more of three roles. The facilitator manages transactions. The enabler provides loans and mortgages and the advisor helps customers navigate the complex web of pensions, investments, trusts, and more. The latter role has been performed with varying degrees of success. 
McKinsey recently discovered that only 13% of Americans would consider they are prepared for retirement, either in confidence or financial sufficiency, lacking both funds and financial know-how. Today, an FSI, whether it's a retail bank, insurer, or asset management company, is viewed much more as a partner in the consumer's lifelong financial health. Expectations are that FSIs will be on hand to help the customer take proactive steps to manage changes in their personal circumstances and broader lifestyle changes and pressures. These new consumer expectations are placing significant demands on organizations whose business models were not originally set up for a digital interactive relationship with their customers. This report will review the current status of customer experience, or CX, in the global financial services sector, the major headwinds organizations face, and the three pillars around which they can build solutions to move forward in 2023. Now, let's explore the top business goals for FSI organizations. 52% aim to offer meaningful digital interactions that improve customers' financial health. 40% want to modernize experiences to attract younger customers like Gen Z and millennials, with an additional 40% looking to provide faster time to market for new products and services. 25% aim to sell more online to compete with digital entrants while 24% want to deflect from traditional service channels to reduce costs to service. Finance working for the consumer. Today's FSI consumers want more. Recent research from Forrester has found that half of consumers wish their bank was more proactive about giving them advice, and more than half wanted their financial provider to alert them to issues that might impact their financial health. As we'll see in this report, some players are really moving the needle, even going beyond purely financial advice into broader physical, mental, and even climate health areas. The green debit card, TREAD, which provides a running tally of how much CO2 this week's grocery purchases have generated, is just one example. The pressing need to go beyond transactional is clear from the big shift in executives' attitudes since we published last year's FSI Digital Trends there's been a clear jump in FSI marketing and CX professionals' top priority to offer meaningful digital interactions that improve customers' financial health, up a fifth from 2022. The increased focus on using digital to improve financial health is a welcome change and a signal that FSIs are looking to work on customer experience for the customer's sake, not just as a defense against the competition. Compared with last year, fewer marketing and CX executives are prioritizing online to compete with digital challenger brands. In fact, 25% had this priority in 2023, compared to 30% in 2022. Even Old Mutual, one of the world's oldest insurance companies, uses the no-code software as a service, or SAAS CoverGo, to launch products quickly across its African markets. The company's managing director, Voyo Impaco, told Fintech Finance News that investing in agile innovation is more important than ever before. Often, the move to digital is also seen as a cost-cutting exercise, but this is becoming less of a motivation for FSIs. There has been an even bigger drop in the number using digital to reduce cost to service, from 31% in 2022 to 24% in 2023. 
This drop is made more significant given the current economic pressures FSIs face. Expectations exceed capabilities. To begin this next section, let's explore a case study on daylight and daylight grow. Just how enmeshed FSIs are becoming in customers' lives is made clear by the emergence of lifestyle-specific companies and products. Daylight claims to be the first bank that will help queer people live their best lives. The company features a Daylight Grow subscription plan that helps prospective queer families with financial planning and queer financial literacy. People in LGBTQ communities tend to struggle more financially because they are more likely to become estranged from their families or have higher living expenses. The Neobank's offering also includes personalized cards that feature the customer's chosen name rather than the one on their ID. The daylight experience remains an outlier in that most FSIs do not seek to understand the nuances of their customers' lives quite so profoundly. But innovations in other sectors have raised consumer expectations across the board. Whether it's the checkout-less shopping experience of the prototype Amazon Go stores or streaming a Disney Plus show to any smart TV, consumers demand a more sophisticated omni-channel FSI experience at every level. Digitization at scale of the wealth management sector has traditionally been viewed as a harder nut to crack by its bespoke nature and the large sums often involved. But even here, we are seeing a growing appetite for bespoke yet digital. What some are terming Wealth Management 3.0 seeks this more hybrid approach. Zoe Financial launched the Zoe Wealth platform in January 2023 allowing customers to open investment accounts instantly while working alongside a financial advisor. The organization claims its affluent clients can manage their portfolio entirely through the platform, from finding and hiring a vetted advisor who is one click away to managing their investments. Many FSIs, however, are still struggling. Half of marketers and professionals in the sector admit that their digital CX sometimes lags behind their customers' needs, compared to 42% across all industries. Moreover, the number of FSIs that admit their digital CX lags has nearly doubled from 28% in 2022 to 50% in 2023, rather than shrinking over time. Now, let's take a closer look at some of the other changes from 2022 to 2023 on how FSIs describe their digital customer experience. In 2022, 54% of FSIs said their digital customer experience met customers' needs. That dropped to only 28% in 2023. Similarly, 11% of FSIs felt their digital CX was exceptional and could surprise and delight the customer in 2022, while only 8% of FSIs felt this way in 2023. Also, the number of FSIs that don't know how to describe their digital customer experience or feel it's not an applicable question rose from 7% to 14%. While the significant rise in CX dissatisfaction may be due to several factors, including growing market pressures and increasing customer expectations, the digital financial services sector has faced some challenges recently. For example, there have been a number of well-publicized service outages, which, when using a digital-only service, can prove very inconvenient. 
There is also the question of cybersecurity and fraud, which digital services are still particularly vulnerable to. A recent report noted that many mainstream UK providers had poor fraud prevention measures, despite being seen as market leaders in digital banking. It's clear that if FSIs are to maintain a consistent quality of service, they have to take an extra cautious approach. Digital first, but not always. There is still much work to do to meet customers' digital expectations. CX professionals almost unanimously agree at 94% that there is a need to deliver consistent, personalized content to more channels. In other words, they must meet their customer wherever they are. In practice, this means acknowledging that however innovative and digital-first some solutions might be, not all customers will want to use them. Indeed, our survey found that 42% disagree that customers want to self-serve wholly without human interaction. How FSIs develop, target, and integrate physical experiences for their customers continues to pose a challenge. Capital One has developed Capital One cafes because there's a need for brick-and-mortar bank locations, and that coffee culture is on the rise. Described as first and foremost a coffee shop, Capital One cafes also have some banking facilities, including ATMs and Capital One staff. The bank's money and life programs offer financial planning advice, workspaces for remote working, and private community rooms that can be booked for free. Similar initiatives are springing up, with Virgin Money also offering a banking lounge-type experience in the UK. This initiative is clearly aimed at a younger demographic. Capital One introduced the concept by highlighting that most millennials and Gen Zers have grown tired and skeptical of the traditional banking experience. It should be noted, however, that these services should be defined by customer needs, not the assumption that young equals digital and old means traditional. Instead, FSIs need to understand which customer segments value physical locations in what stages of their journey and for what specific products and services. That insight would allow FSIs to optimize the cross-channel journey as well as the use of physical locations and branch personnel. While the interplay of offline and online experiences is important for many FSI journeys, 69% agree that it makes customers' journeys harder to track. And despite the importance of both types of channels, 78% agree with the statement that customers are looking to replace historically offline experiences with digital experiences. Part 2. The Data Slash Personalization Disconnect no other industry enjoys such a deep and lifelong relationship and has the potential to garner so many different insights as finance, which is why consumers expect so much from it. And yet, the industry is struggling to action the data it has. Let's first explore the idea of having too much data, but not enough insight. If it can master data, the financial services sector could be on the cusp of yet another transformation. What stops them is the very thing that makes them unique, oceans and oceans of data. While volumes of quality data are invaluable for things like training artificial intelligence or AI, it can be costly to acquire, store, and manage. Take ChatGPT, for example. 
From developing much more intuitive chatbots to uniquely personalized, some might even say hyper-personalized, marketing materials at scale, ChatGPT or other generative AI technology could bring FSICX to another level of efficiency and effectiveness. Before AI can be genuinely effective, FSIs must reorient their view of data. McKinsey has pointed out that FSIs view personalization as either a marketing initiative or an analytics initiative when it needs to be managed as a joint initiative across the business. As McKinsey puts it, creating a more centralized data brain eliminates silos, improves access to data, and develops a more collaborative culture. Next, let's dive into data quality. While transactional data in FSIs must be highly accurate by nature, the same cannot be said of other data. FSIs are questioning how much of the vast pool of information they hold can be used to develop relevant products and communications at the highly personalized levels consumers demand. In fact, it would seem the quality of data held is diminishing in proportion to its volume. The more of it there is, the worse it becomes. More than double the number of FSI organizations are being hindered by poor quality data this year compared to last, at 46% versus 21%. A few key factors could explain why data quality is diminishing. New channel experimentation, overstretched resources, and poor deployment of new technologies. A major obstacle to data collection and quality has been the iOS 14 tracking update that allowed Apple users to opt out of app tracking. It has undoubtedly dealt a blow to marketers targeting customers based on their in-app activity. The impending deprecation of cookies will also impact all companies, not just FSI's, ability to track and target customers. Unsurprisingly, faced with tracking and cookie challenges, FSI marketers and CX professionals are prioritizing first-party onboarding data. In fact, 47% are making this investment a priority. 24% are seeking out and establishing paid partner data relationships that are not dependent on third-party cookies. And another 24% are investing in new technologies to overcome the negative effects of their demise. An additional 18% are partnering with other brands to collaborate on overlapping customer data for improved insights, while 34% have the loss of third-party cookies on their radar but don't view it as a high priority at this time. Now, let's explore ways to approach the data quality versus quantity challenge. One solution is to both generate effective campaigns that deliver quality insights and automate as many processes as possible. Doing so would have the dual benefits of freeing up staff to do higher value work and reducing human error caused by data entry. Sadly, both remain significant challenges into 2023 for FSI marketing and CX executives. More than half are not yet able to automate their repetitive tasks effectively and focus on high value work. In comparison, 42% can't yet measure and understand the performance of their content, no doubt partially because of the aforementioned privacy changes. An additional 41% struggle with integration and creating process efficiencies from different solutions working together. Others struggle with process and approvals, content centralization and management, planning, and content strategy. 
The lack of automation and an inability to derive process efficiencies from different solutions working together can lock organizations into a vicious cycle. They don't have the time to reorganize, generating suboptimal campaigns that lack the insight and tools to transform them. It all means it takes longer to perform tasks, so the cycle repeats itself. That's not to say it's impossible, as we can see from the Ping An Bank case study. Chinese bank Ping An started out as what could be considered a traditional FSI. However, in pursuing digital transformation, it took the view that it would not add technology to its existing offering, but would instead create a financial ecosystem. Having built an API-based platform, the company has integrated a range of subsidiaries, including Good Doctor, to help healthcare patients find a practitioner, HealthConnect for healthcare billing, and Lufax for asset management. As a result of this interconnected ecosystem, Ping-On has access to a wealth of customer information on which to build. In 2022, it was named the world's most valuable insurance brand for the seventh consecutive year. Next, let's talk about journey orchestration. With gaps or erroneous data holding the business back, it's no surprise that getting a consistent view of the customer across the entire journey remains difficult. Encouragingly, two-thirds of the FSIs surveyed are currently at work to address this problem. Still, as of late 2022, only 16% of FSIs, marketing, and CX professionals claim they already have a single and consistent view of the customer. By extension, only 18% believe they can intelligently drive marketing effectiveness across campaigns and channels, while a further 69% are working on it. The percentage breakdowns are similar across other aspects of orchestrating customer journeys, such as aligning their organizational structure around the overall customer journey, integrating technology that centrally manages each touchpoint, aligning incentives and KPIs across all channel owners, and intelligently driving marketing effectiveness across campaigns and channels. As a notable difference, fewer FSIs, at 33%, have centralized interaction, real-time interaction management, or offer decision engine on their radar, though 55% are working on it. Having a single and consistent view of the customer is naturally something more traditional institutions will struggle with. Unlike disruptors and neobanks, Incumbents offer traditional channels, such as physical branches and call centers, that customers are accustomed to using. Their primary way to solve the omni-channel challenge is to stitch these journeys together. To close out this section, let's explore how to take personalization to the next level. If FSIs struggle to gain a single view of their customer or understand their marketing effectiveness across channels, it follows that their ability to personalize must also be compromised. While very few FSIs, at 12%, describe themselves as offering little or no personalization at all, nearly half, at 43%, struggle to perform more than the basics of personalization, such as personalizing based on name or interests, for example. If there were more progress on customer journey orchestration, we would expect to see more than the 20% who are currently able to personalize based on the customer's history of interactions. Once again, it's the disruptors who can gain an unexpected advantage over the incumbents. 
This is playing out with most robo-advisors, such as Wealthify and Stash, featuring bespoke AI-trained platforms to help investors select and adjust their portfolios based on their risk appetite and stock performance. The latter also uses its tech to teach investors how to make better financial decisions. Robo-advisors can even be trained to recognize potential anomalies, such as the 2008 financial crisis, and use them for future forecasting. This is not exclusively the domain of the startup community. Similar, standalone products are available from traditional providers, such as IG's smart portfolio. However, there's still something of a traditionalist hangover, as analysts say its platform is challenging to navigate compared to pure play. AI-powered automated services are naturally advantageous in the current economic climate, as they cost less to run in the long term, helping institutions reduce their costs and commission rates for the end customer. However, in many cases, they can also respond more quickly to market changes, assisting investors in staying on top of their investments. Part 3. The Three Pillars of Transformational FSICX There is momentum, an appetite to create that change, and a wealth of resources and strategies to help them achieve it. In this year's Digital Trends research, we have identified the three pillars that will be at the heart of FSI's progress in 2023. The first is innovation, which adds more value to customers and the bottom line. The next is employee experience, or EX, which builds a stimulating work environment. The last is process, which creates a future-proof, agile FSI. Let's start with innovation. FSI marketers and CX professionals agree they must generate more value-added and holistic customer lifestyle-type experiences to avoid becoming transaction portals, as non-FSIs such as Amazon or disruptors will steal market share. To achieve this, FSIs must maintain a delicate balance between working on the quality of their existing services while introducing new ones. Shabana Thaver, Chief Information Officer at Investec Specialist Bank, says about this, A better understanding about client needs will empower financial service providers to diversify their product and service portfolios beyond banking, with products such as insurance and telecoms as examples, to drive business growth. Innovation around personalization and the customer experience this delivers will also unlock opportunities for financial service providers to increase their share of pocket. In our survey, 53% indicated that their organization will prioritize enhancing self-service functionality for their customers and employees in 2023 as their second highest priority, having been their top priority in 2022. While we noted earlier that 42% of FSI marketing and CX executives did not think their customers wanted self-service at the expense of human interaction, the ability to choose between channels will still be essential. The top priority for FSIs in 2023 is to launch new digital and mobile offerings at 57%. Next is enhancing self-service at 53%. And third is focusing on organizational change to be more responsive to new trends, such as adopting new structures, operating models, processes, and technology at 49%. At 48%, 
activating new data sources to improve personalization comes forth. And at 36%, FSIs are prioritizing developing ecosystem partnerships to create new sources of value for customers. Bank of America has noted the need to stay on top of self-service even when handling complex requests. In 2022, the bank refreshed its original AI-powered chatbot, Erica, to incorporate a human advisor if the customer has more queries. However, instead of completing the journey with the human advisor, the customer can, if they so wish, move back into the chatbot environment to finish their task. While enhancing self-service functionality remains high on their list of priorities, this year's top goal for FSI marketing and CX executives will be to launch new digital and mobile offerings at 57%. These are branching out into more than just the standard banking apps. We have a growing range of junior accounts, such as Revoluts or Swipes under 18 accounts, with apps, customizable cards, and the likes of carbon-conscious Tread referenced earlier. There would still appear to be a ripe digital financial services market, with 43 new global challenger banks launching in 2022, up more than 17% on the previous year. Analysts expect the number of digital-only bank accounts opened to hold steady at just under 4 million a year to 2026, compared to under a million traditional digital banking accounts annually. The seamlessness of digital-only offerings to date is clearly a significant draw. It's tempting to ascribe all this growth to demand from a younger, digitally-native generation. Still, this shouldn't be assumed since customers from all generations and demographics routinely use digital services. However, newer offerings like Buy Now, Pay Later or BNPL have a youth appeal. While helpful for those on tight budgets and disrupting the traditional approach to credit, critics have pointed out how many of its customers have immature approaches to debt. As with many kinds of disruption, regulators may not yet have caught up with the market. However, there are signs from various markets, including Australia, the UK, and the US, that the industry will attract greater scrutiny. It is concerning that consumers seem to be using the service to manage the cost of living, with food, travel, and car use being some of the most popular categories. Gen Z uses it most, followed by millennials and Gen X, and baby boomers use it the least. This could be one sector where operators should consider increasing the financial health advice element. The recent growth of the BNPL sector does, however, demonstrate just how keen younger consumers are on more flexible, responsive banking products. Australia has led the way with BNPL, with 42% of its users having had an account for three or more years. Afterpay is the most popular and is gaining traction globally, with 61 million transactions over Thanksgiving week. Let's now talk about innovation that addresses a customer need. New product and service development must come with consumer insight at its heart. We've already noted the difficulties FSI organizations have in marshalling the large volumes of data at their fingertips, but once harnessed, it's a powerful tool. As Jeff Wertheimer, global co-head of eSales at HSBC says, we can do a whole lot more with our data today than we could do before. It's creating huge opportunities, and we're still at an early stage of figuring out how we can harness that potential. 
most FSI marketing and CX executives still consider digital behavior and transactional data important at 73% and 57% respectively when transforming the customer experience in 2023. But this risks missing the nuggets of gold from other, less structured sources. Only about half of the respondents are thinking about using data such as voice of the customer, and only 22% are considering social data to be transformative. But even once equipped with broader voice of the customer type insights, there are more challenges. Only 27% of FSI marketing and CX executives claim they have a sophisticated approach to incorporating qualitative data with more algorithmic information. Nor are they confident when it comes to being able to use it to feed the creativity needed to design wow experiences, with only 26% feeling that they significantly lead in the FSI sector. In a profile published in The Financial Brand, U.S. Bank's Damian Warren, SVP and Head of Consumer Digital Channels Experience, revealed how voice of the customer and other qualitative insights were combined to create its award-winning mobile app which was ranked number one in overall banking customer experience for the third year in a row in September 2022. To develop and improve functionalities like its co-browsing service, where a bank employee and customer remotely browse the same screen to solve an issue, the bank used focus groups, co-creation sessions, interviews, and even field studies in customers' homes. It also brings customer groups together to test product variants to find the best version. The result has driven a six-fold increase in co-browsing sessions in two years, suggesting it's an unmitigated success. Next, let's dive into the employee experience, and more specifically, how diversity and inclusion, or DNI, enhance transformation. There's no argument that we should all strive for a more varied and equitable workplace. But a comprehensive approach to DNI is also a sound business strategy. Diverse teams at all levels contribute toward deeper human understanding and insight, building better experiences for and relationships with customers. Tiff Macklem, governor of the Bank of Canada, says diverse and inclusive groups make better decisions. That's because they can avoid the groupthink that happens when decision makers all have similar backgrounds and approach problems in the same way. A strong DNI policy also improves employees' sense of belonging, which is generally accepted to contribute to better employee retention. In fact, Workday found 79% of employees who felt a sense of belonging had no plans to leave their employer, compared to 33% without it. Given that one German study found FSIs expected to lose 30% of their workforce by 2023 and suffer a shortage of new skilled labor, attracting and keeping quality staff is a greater imperative than ever. Several initiatives are already up and running, such as Bank of America's Global Banking and Markets Sophomore Summer Analyst Program, an internship encouraging students from underrepresented groups. Alternatively, there is J.P. Morgan Chase's Proud to be MBA, enabling LGBT graduates to meet with LGBT-identifying team members so they can acquire skills needed for higher management. There are many more, but there is still room for improvement. Recent research from Zipia found that 77% of finance professionals are male, with an average age of 44, and nearly three-quarters are white. 
our research tends to agree. Only 37% of FSI marketing and CX executives claim to be advanced when it comes to ensuring a diversity of backgrounds and experiences. Further evidence suggests it is more likely to be the leadership of an organization that believes it is making progress than the wider workforce. For example, 48% of entry-level FSI employees think they successfully recruit recruits from low-income backgrounds versus 73% of senior FSI managers. Understanding that diversity and inclusion can benefit a business is not enough to realize them. FSIs need to have effective workflows in place so employees of every stripe can be heard, connecting with a much broader range of consumers and generally having the best possible impact. Indeed, the need for real-time content personalization is making new demands of FSI organizations, particularly the more established businesses. Next, let's talk about improving content and workflows. Content and assets cannot afford to get trapped in workflow log jams. Decision-making needs to be rapid and accurate. Fortunately, FSI marketers and CX professionals are getting better at planning their content in a way that delivers results, with about a third claiming to be either good or very good. It's also encouraging to see that FSIs are empowering their staff with the right technology to get the job done, with around a third stating they have access to user-friendly applications that integrate with other tools. However, most FSIs fall short in the last mile as they struggle with execution. Only a little more than a quarter can deliver content by excelling at deploying assets quickly, automating execution, using data to personalize content, and tracking insights. The figure drops to 22% when we look at the number of FSIs that excel at producing and streamlining content that eliminates rework, duplication of effort, and administrative minutiae. The big issue is getting content out the door and streamlining approval, compliance, and distribution. Most FSIs are complex organizations. Some, such as asset management, are a veritable web of funds, locations, markets, and customer segments. Orchestrating all this while adding personalization and maintaining compliance is a big issue. Those tasked with delivering information to and from the financial services industry find themselves in similar difficulty, perhaps even more so. FSIs can bridge the gap between great plans and poor execution, by using automation and freeing up staff to do higher value work rather than just cranking greater volumes of the same. It is a relatively small advance in behavior change and use of technology that can deliver a proportionately larger uptick in effectiveness. The final pillar, process, is all about getting integration right for a single view. FSI is now a truly omni-channel experience for every consumer. Some may prefer to lean more heavily on physical branch networks. Others may crave a purely digital or even mobile-only experience. But the certainty is that every customer interacts across multiple channels at some point in their journey. And if you're asking the customer to interact across those channels, the experience must connect and make sense. As we have already seen, this is a challenge for FSI organizations on several levels. We have described how traditional businesses find they have to stitch together siloed departments and channels. While digital-first companies are faring better, 
they are still not immune to the march of progress and the emergence of new social platforms or messaging technologies. Take Morningstar, for example. Since 1984, Morningstar has provided in-depth financial news and analysis for individuals and professionals. In today's day and age, markets move fast and people need fresh, up-to-date information at their fingertips. Unfortunately, the company was still reliant on in-house tools created over 20 years. In fact, some of them were developed in the pre-digital era. Having rebuilt the team with new skills and new roles, it also needed to replace the Legacy Content Management System, or CMS, so it could publish new content quickly. With access to templates and a component-based asset system, Morningstar teams could work independently without time-consuming specialist support. We can work on web pages ourselves, which gives us greater agility and accelerates time to market for new content and services, says James McClamrick, Senior Vice President of Individual Investor Software at Morningstar, Inc. Integrating systems is still a critical internal barrier for 63% of FSI marketing and CX professionals, which no doubt impacts other challenges. Workflows, which is an issue for more than half, and data quality, which, as we saw earlier, is a hurdle for twice as many professionals this year at 46% than it was in 2022. 42% lack digital skills and capabilities, while 37% lack customer insights, and 36% lack time to be creative. An additional 35% also state that lack of innovation is holding them back. There is intense pressure to address the integration challenge in 2023, but it is well worth the effort as organizations that have brought data and systems together are proving more successful in delivering better CX than those who don't. To close out this section, let's discuss the positives of a unified platform. Implementing technology, be it a CRM system, content and workflow automation, or data center, has clear benefits for organizational efficiency and improved customer experience. But without a unifying platform, these disparate solutions can become part of the problem as they join departments and teams in silos. For example, the UK retail bank NatWest has its sights set on a unified platform. NatWest's Net Promoter Score, or NPS, rose nine points from 13 to 22 between 2021 and 2022. This is not yet as high as the FSI benchmark of 44, but is improving. Similarly, NatWest also rose up the rankings of the world's most valuable brands in 2023, from 401 to 308. Anthony Brown, senior CRM developer at NatWest, described how a unified data hub helped frontline staff respond more quickly to customer feedback and requests. The key is making sure you work with data and analytics in the planning stage to create the data points that make up the starting point, then develop the correct measurement architecture, says Brown. The power of customer experience to support a brand and the power of the brand itself should not be underestimated. NatWest's B2B business microfinancing app, Metal, did well during the pandemic, but awareness began to tail off. The spin-off CMO, Kate Tunnison, acknowledges that it needs to lean on the trust and brand power established by NatWest to regain momentum. 
we have that really strong brand backing and financial backing that means customers know this is something safe to use, says Tennyson. Most FSI marketing and CX professionals still risk creating a CX disconnect, with 51% using multiple technologies or vendors for CX management without a unified platform. That leaves about half with some kind of customer experience platform, including just 37% with a cloud-based platform. It's noteworthy that 44% of the FSI sector leaders have a cloud-based CX platform, compared to just 31% of mainstream performers. A unifying platform makes large-scale personalization possible by streamlining customer data collection, management, and use across existing and potential future applications. It combines insights and workflows from multiple channels, including the call center, email, social media, mobile, web, and more, and allows teams to collaborate more effectively. U.S. Bank is an example of an FSI organization that balances on- and offline interactions with a need for consistent personalization regardless of channel. While 80% of customer transactions and 65% of loan sales are digitally handled, the company has a single view of the customer through the Adobe Experience platform. It isn't just a question of the right content, time, and channel. The company uses the platform to streamline communications, judging the correct frequency and modulating its offers depending on consumer profile. The bank also uses Adobe's AI engine, Customer AI, to gain insights, allowing it to customize outreach for retirement plans and bank loans. It means teams automatically deliver the next best offer for different audience segments. This is vital in realizing the overarching goal for FSIs to become a proactive partner in managing their customers' financial health. Conclusion. There are three main takeaways for FSI marketers and CX professionals. The first is to move focus away from platforms to service. Much of the emphasis in recent years has been on the digital aspect of digital transformation. The focus has been on perfecting the technologies at the point of service, apps, in-branch displays, and so on. However, digital tools to manage finances are now considered a given. Customers are asking FSI organizations to consider how they might go further, such as improving their financial health. All this is moving focus away from transactional relationships with finance and towards building relationships. The next is to improve the foundation to unlock insights. The need for better customer insights and deeper engagement naturally strains legacy resources and processes. Even newer entrants to the market are seeing consumer behaviors evolve and are beginning to experience the same data and content challenges as more traditional businesses. Institutions must explore how to improve the foundational elements to make the most of the emerging technologies that will transform the financial services experience. Critical areas will include improved data quality that enables better access to AI and ML, technology integrations, and uniting teams, many of which overlap. Lastly, FSIs need to enable the workforce to deliver higher value work. By addressing the ongoing challenges in the more foundational elements of FSICX, organizations can move towards developing products and services that begin to define best practices rather than follow them. 
Consumers expect innovation and novelty in FSI as much as in other sectors, such as retail, media, and entertainment. This can only be achieved by addressing the key pillars of CX transformation, innovation, employee experience, and process. Happily, the will, the capabilities, and the tools exist for FSI marketers and CX professionals to achieve their goals.